Hello to you all. I got to keep my voice down. I sense that I have uh, I've done something like I'm on the verge of having something really bad happen to my vocal cords. And it happens when I get into the gas a little bit too hard. In particular, doing PA announcing for the hockey team or the basketball team. I gotta, I, I'm getting to a point where I'm noticing it's harder and harder to hit that type of uh, tone. And it actually hurts. So I'll be sitting there going, let's go, Griffins, or whatever the hell. And then I'm like, God damn, that hurt. Something, something's up. And I'm what I'm doing is I'm straining my vocal cords. And talk about, holy shit, I am useless <laughs> without my vocal cords. I mean, the, outside of making French fries... I can't do anything. That is my absolute livelihood. No vocal cords, no go, nothing, no hot tub. So, uh, it's, I, when I do this show, I have a tendency also to push it at times. I got I can't, I just got I got to recover. I, if I if I don't really get into the gas and really you know get to that uh, next level of uh, volume, if I just keep myself from being too over the top, I'm fine. And you know the trick to that is making sure your headphones are loud enough. And you're like, wait, what? Well, because what happens is if you um, don't have your headphones loud enough, you'll tell yourself, oh, I gotta, I really gotta speak up so that I can be heard. But you've, you, what you've done is tricked yourself. So I gotta, okay. Now, if it's this loud in my head, which it is, right now it's perfect. Uh, you can even tell just by that, um, that how I'm speaking, uh, you know, just a little bit less amplitude. Because now I'm like on guard because if I talk too loud, I'm going to, it's going to go right into my brain and it's going to hurt my ears. Uh, Aram says doing the Amanda voice, unfortunately does not help. I'm guessing Tyler says no more Amanda impressions. Well, I think if I like, Hey, this is, hey, hey, uh, hey, it's, uh, Aram, or, uh, Tyler says, Aram beat me to the joke. Yes, that was that was Aram's joke. Yeah, it doesn't really work because if I just go, hey, hey, this is me, Amanda. You know, it's just not, it, it uh, you got to really go, hey, you know, that deal. So Stevie writes, Amanda has some impressive boobs. And then Amanda adds, I don't think I sound like a man. All right, there's a lot coming at us here. First of all, Amanda, um, that came up on the show yesterday, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It seems like that seems to be the uh, fallback. Somehow we got on the subject of breasts again. 
and the ladies started talking about each other's boobies. That's like a not taboo topic, I guess. I, I was just sitting there like, what is going on? And then the next thing you know, Amanda and of all people, Ashley are talking, who at last check, there was a big like war of words. Well, not really because Amanda did not engage when that all went down. And uh, Ashley was super aggressive towards Amanda. And so all of a sudden now Amanda is actually listening to Ashley, not like insulting her, which was all right. I guess that's a, that's a, that's a better place to be in. And this uh, very uh, upfront conversation about Amanda's boobies, which, okay, they do have, um, I mean, they're of the level that they have to be called uh, a term like gazongas or, or boulders. You know, they're, um, they're remarkable. They're, I mean, not like, they're not attractive. They're just huge. Wow, that, that sounds terrible. Tyler says they appear to have some real crushing power. Now, I, I was just kidding about they're not attractive. I mean, they are attractive to someone. Not me. I'm not a uh, large breast guy. That is not, I'm not really interested in that. I mean, if they're there, nice. Okay, great. But I've talked about this before. Um, that is not the part of the body that I'm most interested in. Uh, Bob describes them as missile tits. No, no, I wouldn't say that. Um, they just are, uh, they're like bombastic orbs. Uh, knockers. They're like of that level. Uh, I'm not kidding. They could be used as deadly weapons potentially. Wasn't there a uh, incident at a strip club where a, uh, a guy was badly injured when um, the stripper like dropped a breast on the guy's head and hurt him? Like it like fucked him up. I think he was paralyzed. I think I remember that. Some more ridiculous comments. Basketball boobs. Amanda writes H-bomb boobs. Ben says smuggling watermelons and huge milkers while Nick throws in fun bags. What a bunch of cavemen and women on this show. Darla, I don't know what to tell you, honey. Um, she's been screaming at me for the past several minutes. And I'm uh, reasonably suspicious about her. And I think that perhaps I might end up having to take her downstairs and throw her in the crate in order to get this show done. In fact, before I get too into this, um, I should probably uh, take care of that. Amanda writes, well, in the show yesterday, I was laying back on my couch. And when I do that, my stomach pushes them up higher. Uh, all right. Tyler says, will the dogs be joining you in the radio show during the radio show? Um, I think, I mean, unless if we have a scenario like this, that actually might be hilarious. All right. So I hate to do this, but I am going to go crater. I'll be right back. 
Sorry, apologies for that. In regards to Amanda saying, when I do the impression of her, hey, I don't sound like a man. No, not at all. The voice is more representative. The impression is more representative of your approach. Uh, The voice is supposed to be like uh, just screaming anything out at the top of lungs. And uh, I don't know what the fart noises are. It just, it just striked me. It just struck me in a particular way. That's why that voice is what it is. Yesterday, we also did um, a rip-roaring edition of Who Are These Freebeers? And we touched on a number of things Ben and I did. I can't wait for those of you who have not yet been able to check it out to get into this one. We're going to title it, But Wait, There's More. Let me just say that of all the shows, this will be the 14th episode of Who Are These Freebeers that has taken place. Of all the episodes, this was one where Ben's clips, even just knowing that there was a uh, maximum time of like 40 seconds per clip, just hearing what was happening during this ridiculous segment all right, was making everyone uncomfortable and so damn annoyed. And I'm like, my God, how is it that they find this fun and entertaining? I mean, it was, and boy, were they cackling. I mean, just uh, pandemonium style laughing, like insanity type of, like Joker on the train before he shot those three guys, that type of laughing. Also featured on the show, we added two more um, entries into uh, Free Beer's growing I'm Just Kidding montage. Eleven would be dead if she wouldn't have gotten cuter. I'm just kidding. Totally different. And, um, no, <laughs> just kidding. Thanks for supporting China. You're welcome. Somebody I'm has to. My dad's from a generation where gender still matters, <laughs> Kelly. Just kidding. I can feel that in my taint. Just kidding. We could just put a poster up. Just kidding. She sweats for no reason. Just kidding. I mean, it's President's Day. Everybody's probably home in bed. Just kidding. I have a brother older than my mom. So it's got to be a half brother. Not necessarily. So, just kidding. Oh. So annoyed. Uh, next week, we will be um, jumping into who are these Zanes. At uh, iHeart yesterday, I put a. Uh, Real on the real to real player and went back in time 30 years to 1992. Uh, so I would show up there at the radio station and do my little air shift. And then I would make commercials. And um, one of the uh, 60 second advertisements I had to make was for Deja Vu Titty Bar as a porn star was showing up to like sign autographs and take off her clothes. So, uh, wait till you hear me trying to sound like a sexy creep. It was, it's so ugly. Uh, there's also a parody commercial that I did for a, um, a TV show called, uh, the smoker cops or some shit like that's really bad. God damn it. The idea being that in this, uh, audio comedy, 
I'm a cop who, instead of using my weapon and badge to apprehend the bad guys, I um, hack up phlegm and spit it at the bad guys. Chris says 1992 live as hell on reel to reel. Amanda writes, you missed my comments about Tommy. Tommy is, um, is a new person on the free beer and hot wings show. And, um, I think he's, it sounds to me like he's grappling with gender issues. I don't know. I just, I just got, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just, I got this real, um, type of gendery vibe, I guess from, from Tommy, who's like the new one there, who's either going out of his way to sound, to have like lispy, wispy, gay voice, or he's just blessed with lispy, wispy, gay voice. Uh, Amanda writes, Tommy was very popular in high school. Him and his twin brother went to the same prep school as Mariah. And he's always talked like he was this little kid. But he's got a beard going so he doesn't look like it. I saw an image of him. He looks homeless to me. Mike writes, they've gone from playing games that are fun to play, but suck to listen to. The games that don't even sound fun to play. Young Adam Schwab says it was horrible. Aram says, I don't know how people on the Reddit page can possibly discuss that show with interest. Who are these freebeers would be ideal for the people on the Reddit because their Reddit hates them. And I don't even care if they hate me, but they still need to listen to the beatups that take place. It's not about allegiances at this point. It's about entertainment. And I feel that ripping them a new one is entertaining as hell. Uh, Patrick says Maitland and Steve suck ass. Tyler says problem number one, his name is Tommy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get, um, I don't get the Maitland thing. Um, again, if she were ugly and she's not, she's, extremely photogenic. If she were ugly, she'd be hated because she provides nothing. She has zero ability. She's probably the least Tommy provides more to that show than Maitland does. Maitland stinks. She can't do anything. She can't even talk. Oh, it's, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst thing I've ever heard. So you've got these idiots all together and none of these people have any ability to do anything to entertain. Nothing. The only one who has any degree of uh, showmanship is Kelly. And she's a retard. So it kind of fucks it all up, you know? My God. Bulls on Parade or Bull on Parade 91 says they're the ones that make it easy to mock them. Ben says, yes, Maitland is loved on Reddit and Facebook. Yeah, because they all want to have sex with her. Uh, Chris says she brings nothing to the table. Kelly and Free Bear are always baked. Hot Wings doesn't do fuck. It's so true. And uh, we did our part in episode number 14 to expose that again to you all. My God. Check it out for free. Um. And on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Just sign up. You have to put in a payment option, 
but then feel free to cancel it right after. You then get the seven days. It's yours. Have at it. Sign up again if you really like it. Not for seven days. I mean, you can only do that once. Come on now. Got to make money somehow. All right. Enough of that. Um, I have a date set for um, my first morning broadcast in over five years. In case you don't know, uh, I have agreed in principle to sign on to morning radio, a radio station that I'm not giving you any information about. I know I'm, I, I have to be vague, but I can tell you actually, they didn't even tell me I could say this, but I am, uh, that March 18th, that is the first day that this show, the start time will be changed to later in the day for the first time in a long time, because I will be doing a live morning show. Uh, so I'm updating you as to what's going on as best that I can. Uh, not yet ready to give you uh, all of the details on it. But just know that I'll be doing morning drive from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. until I fuck that up. And I am hoping to not. Uh, literally, I am hoping to ride off into the sunset with this one. All right. Um Incredibly prepared to do it because of all of you for the past five plus years. I've been um, doing this show. Has it been five years? Yeah, I guess it has. Yeah, I just said it. So it has to be. It's just it's remarkable to me that for half a decade, I've been sitting in this room talking to you like this. Um, It's gone by very, very fast and it will continue to grow and continue to go. I built all of this with your help and uh, it was between you, me and the sponsors and the dogs and Pooh Bear uh, growing through all of this process, building the show up to where it is right now so that in the event that anything like this ever came down the, uh, down the pipe, do you say pipe or pike? I think I've had that discussion with you before uh, presented itself. I would be able to continue to do this and continue to do that. And that's the first thing that I brought up when this opportunity uh, presented itself. I go, well, you know, I'm still going to do my podcast. We don't care. Sounds good. We actually love that. I go, all right, then let's talk Turkey. Lo and behold, the Turkey conversation was pretty brief. Um, it was fair for everyone and I'm happy. So now I add something new to the plate. To prepare for that, you may not have uh, seen the shows earlier this week. Monday, I started getting up 10 minutes earlier. Every day, a little bit earlier. Today was 5.30 a.m. I'm to a point now where when I get out of bed, the dogs stay in bed. They're like, ah, they're getting that. Uh, There's some time. Come back and get us. Pooh Bear still has another hour plus to sleep. As I stumble out of bed, rub the sleep from my eye, wander downstairs, and start my day. This is key. Because, uh, you know, getting up at the hours before the crack of dawn is what my life will be going forward. 
I am actually, I am so committed to getting used to waking up early that tomorrow will be a five. It's a Saturday. It will be a five twenty wake up. Sunday will be a five ten wake up and Monday will be a 5 a.m. Wake up. All right. Now I see this going when I start my morning show, March 18th, that I am getting to work at 5 a.m. All right. Work begins at 5 a.m. Show starts at 6. Get that done. Shut it all down. 10 a.m. Eastern time. This podcast starts. Same thing. Just like this, just two hours later. That wraps up. Patreon. Boom. Done. Uh, I found out a couple other things that I really want to talk about. I really want to get into. I am so uh, excited about this. The possibilities here um, are vast. Absolutely vast. And uh, I just, I, I, when you hear how this unfolded, you'll be like, my God, this is just silly. It's really a fun story. And I, I honestly, what I'm looking forward to most is how explaining to you uh, how this unfolded. Um, what I can tell you is that I will not be on the radio um, terrestrially in West Michigan. It has nothing to do with any West Michigan radio station. So you can just get that out of your mind now. Okay. It's uh, quite a ways down the road. Let's just say that. And you might be like, how are you going to do that easy? Um, well, without coming out and saying it, I'll just come out and say it. I'll be sitting right here. Okay. And the um, folks who are the audience of the radio station uh, aren't going to know that right away because we're just not going to address it. So... That is probably the most important thing. I'm still right here doing the show. So that's great. That's the only way it can be done. That's the only, because this place is so far away from where I sit right now. Okay. Um, So yeah, there's uh, there's a lot riding on it. I had a meeting yesterday with um, the powers that be and like an engineering staff. And it was pretty cool because they go, all right, um, in order to make this happen easy, you have to be, your studio has to be retrofitted with various uh, instruments and pieces of equipment. So um, they're going to have like a phone set up in here, different than what I have right now, with which what I have right now is so rudimentary, it's, it's unbelievable. Holding a, a speakerphone up to a microphone, um, this will actually be a real studio. So there'll be an equipment upgrade, which I'm excited about. Uh, people have to come in here. And, uh, and, and retrofit it. And then, um, yeah, off we go. Off we go. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really, really excited. You may have questions about this. And feel free to write them down in the chat. And um, I'll answer what I can because you might have a question that I haven't thought of. Patrick says, Tune Man is back, rocking and rolling you live as hell, man. Can't wait. Hollywood Joe, that would be Joey Williams. I'm sorry, Joey Williamson says, congratulations. Thank you, buddy. 
Kent says, we know it's an iHeart station. That is not true. No, sir. When the hell can you tell us? When the heck can you tell us then? Says Amy. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. The, the radio station has to put out a press release. I think then. Uh, Mike says, I'm glad I'll be able to listen to it on the drive to work. I typically show up to work right when the free podcast starts. Um, Aram says, let's kick it off with, we're live as hell, man. <coughs> uh, Ryan, the question that I already answered, is this the Grand Rapids Market Radio? Uh, no. Uh, I will say this. A lot of what you hear is going to be um, very um, basic. Okay, let me just say that I, I'm in a brand new spot where these people don't know me for the most part, the audience. So there's actually a strategy involved. Don't expect me to just kick in the door and start really aggressively positioning myself as who I am and what I stand for and all the things that you're used to. You got you to gotta kind of build up to that. Uh, plus, the radio station has uh, music to be played in the morning. So that is, that's something that you, I can definitely lean on. Uh, I guess my um, position on this is um, you might be like, boy, when's he really going to cut loose and start telling people to F off and stuff? It's like, yeah, yeah. you can't really just start first day telling people to F off. You, you got to build into that, you know? I guess it's not impossible. Um, Aram says it still sounds better than having to bundle up and ride the scooter to the station. I'm getting a lot of references to when I was a DJ. Yeah, Zane, if you don't throw it back with rock and roll with an attitude and we're live as hell, man. Amanda says lightweight. My alarm goes off at 445 every day. Well, I'm right behind you. I'm getting there. Chris in Buffalo. Pooh Bear would say, Aw, we're doing this shit again? NFK. Going back on the radio again. Or I should say, Eric, going back on the radio again, Eric? Yeah. Are you? Ben's weird. You and I could have phone sex before the radio show. Ben wants me to tell him I know he does, but I can't. Chris says it's the riff. No. Ryan says you've become a real Howard Stern. Now, a uh, poverty version, perhaps. Amanda says this is getting me excited to do my own podcast. I need to know what equipment to get. Uh, the internet is your friend. Amy says, how will we be able to listen to the show? They have an app. Where you will be heard, do they get free beer and hot wings? No. However, there is a um, free beer and uh, hot wings. Small slice of the story has to do with them. Okay. And that's something that when we discuss the details of this, 
it'll probably be a whole show about how this came to be with um, how Freebear and Hot Wings does factor into this story in the weirdest of ways. I'm telling you, this it happened a week ago that this literally fell in out of the sky into my lap. Star Wars sucks 69 says, what time zone is it in? Eastern. Are you going to be playing butt rock? If I feel like it. Are you going to have a co-host or are you going it alone? Alone. Cole writes, do you get to pick the music? Yes. Linda says poverty version of Howard Stern can still afford a hot tub. You're damn right. Can you tell us the format? I don't want to be listening to Millie Vanilli all morning. Rock. Joe asks, is it a call-in style show? Uh, I guess that depends. If there's something worth talking about and we're, well, yes and no. Um, I would probably stick with at least initially, um, like when I'm playing songs, people will call the show, like you all will call the show and then I will record the phone call and play it back on the air, like three, four minutes later. Ryan writes, how are you going to control the dogs during this live radio show? Uh, I don't yet know that. LOL. I assume the Zenith also is fully retired. Yes, the Zenith is in the other room. I have a new one. Um, yeah, when it comes to the dogs, there may be a time like I'm playing a couple of songs. All right. And then I let the dogs out. But I'm scared to death that I won't like have it on autopilot and it'll just stop playing and then there'll be dead air. Um, I'm really going to have to stay focused on the technical side of this because I sometimes drop the ball. If you uh, let up any amount of concentration, uh, you, you can screw it up. And then that would be living a nightmare because I've had that recurring nightmare about dead air. I've told you about that. Oh, uh, Amy says, I think yelling at the dogs will just be part of the new show. Absolutely. Um, there have been times when I've been recording for iHeart, doing my voice tracks, that the dogs start freaking out. And I just announced it as, hey, it's Take Your Dogs to Work Day here at I Heart Grand Rapids. Happens all the time. Um, and I'm still hoping, I don't know if this is going to happen, but I'm hoping to be able to maintain that gig with I Heart Grand Rapids. Okay. Um, they have a very strict protocol at I Heart, uh, but I've been breaking it forever. Like every, uh, every like six months you have to get like a refresher course with like a video that you have to watch on the iHeart website or whatever about, um, proper work rules and stuff like that. It's a huge company. So I'll sit down in front of it. And like the first thing it says is no conflict of interest. You are not allowed to do like your own podcast. That's like the first thing it says. And then I just go, oh, okay. And everybody at the radio station knows that I do the podcast too. Uh, 
Cole says, don't tell iHeart. No, I have to because there's going to be a press release. This will actually be talked about. It'll say extra, extra. Read all about it. Old ass, washed up, idiot radio guy uh, takes new radio job. Eric Zane, thought to be dead and buried, has been resurrected by so-and-so radio station owned by so-and-so and so-and-so. So they will see that. So when just before that press release goes out, I'm going to go to the corner office of iHeart and say, look, um, this is what's going on. I would love to still be doing what I'm doing here with the oldie station. Uh, they're fine with it. Is that cool with you? Nobody has to know, you know, shit like that. Uh, ben asks, will you be taking phone calls on the air? Uh, no, no. Um, radio station has a policy right now, which eventually, you know, if things go the way I think they will go, would have to change. Um, no live calls. But I can record them, like I said, um, when I'm playing a song and have a conversation with somebody. But you see, being that I'm here, um, there's no one here to screen the calls and I probably wouldn't be very comfortable just throwing them on the air, you know. And I don't have a delay. Question, is this radio station part of the Joe Gaslight Radio Network and Empire? I hear he owns quite a few radio stations. No, no, it's not part of Joe's big network. Tyler says, it seems like iHeart would be cool with their employees doing their own podcast because all I hear during their breaks is commercials for podcasts. LOL. Yeah, that's true. But they are their podcasts. Nick says they should let you have a live chat. I will have a text line. That is my live chat. You can text me whatever you want. All right. So that is the continued update. I um, I like getting it out there so that the world, you all world, the, uh, you know, my little corner of the internet is able to um, experience this and you can help uh, grow the radio station that I will be uh, going to so that you can support them because one of the ways they actually make money at the radio station is uh, online listening. And they, they monitor that just the same way I monitor who um, who's listening to my podcast, and then they, they sell it, all right? Um, so you listening online is going to help that radio station. All right. There is a name to the show. They actually had a name to the show. And um, the first name that they came up with I wasn't fond of it, but I said, I don't really care though. As long as you have my name in it, um, in order to build the brand. And that sounds weird, but it's true. I mean, that's, it's my name's on one side of this screen and the other side of the other, or, and the other side of the screen. It's, 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 it's the show. Uh, I said, I don't care. And then, so that name was shared with me by one person and it came up. Okay. The number two reached out to me and said, Hey, I got a name for the show. I go, okay, what is it? And, um, I said, all right, well, whatever. Doesn't, I, sounds good to me. The number one yesterday said, what's the name of the show? I go, well, the number two said this. 
And the number one was like, ah. And I was like, oh, thank God. Number one is doing the heavy lifting for me. And then number one thought about it with number three. And number one and number three said another thing. And I said, yeah, sounds good. And then number two was just quiet. So I'm like, you know, I I really, I am not uh, partial to anything. I'll get used to it. Whatever you decide, I'll get used to it. Yeah, let's go with this one instead. Of, sounds good to me. As you can tell, I'm very excited about this. Um, this is kind of like, this is the only thing that I ever really had in mind, a plan. I've not had any plan at all when it comes to this podcast. My plan has just been do it and don't stop doing it. And now here we are, 1,241 episodes or 242 episodes uh, in. And that's the one thing that I did. Okay, I got to keep doing this. I have no other options. Just keep doing it. So, so for five plus years, I've been doing it. But in the back of my mind, I was like, now what would make this perfect is if I could do the podcast and do a radio show too. So after Lori poisoned the well at Cumulus, um, you know, that kind of shut me out at least temporarily. Um, that, by the way, is still on the table. There is no reason why I can't do what I'm starting very soon here in mornings and also do the cum- do a Cumulus gig if I had that opportunity. There's a lot going on, I know. So for it all to come together like this is actually the one thing that I was hoping for. One thing that I was like, I I just got to keep focusing on it and eventually it'll happen. And here we are. It's actually happening right now as we speak. So that makes me very, very happy. Okay. Adam uh, asks, will number two soon become number one? And be butthurt. No. No. And I cannot tell you why. But there will be no changing in the categories. And I can't even tell you why because you'll be able to figure out who this is. Joe Stinkpot says, Electile dysfunction with EZ and Trump. Ryan writes, Is it the big fraud morning show? Ryan also adds, you don't want number two to turn into a real Lori. No, no, no. That's not possible. And I'll explain why later. Um, Trump is expected to make appearances on this show. That's another thing I can tell you. Trump will be part of the show. I got to take a tinkle. I'll be right back. I just thought of another clue for you about this job. I have a long, rich history geographically in the area where the show is heard. Hold on. There's a couple of hairs out of place.
Oh, that that don't I don't like that. I don't like that. You got to push it down a little. Tyler says, "Does it rhyme with Brown Square Media?" Stevie says, "City Award." Wouldn't that be something? Like the uh, my high school radio station. Tension in the city of Warren. This is easy on 89.1 WPHS. We're going to tear it up. up. The favorite songs from your favorite artists. We've got two hours. Eight till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. 751 FM89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's start it off right away with Run DMC together forever. Hey, yo, man, can we see the mics, man? One, two, one, two, and I say. I'm bad. Adam says he thinks he knows. Well, Adam, if you're afraid of like tipping uh, everybody off, you can email me. Email me what you think it is. And if you're right, I'll tell you. How does that sound? All right. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. The folks on uh, Facebook, X, and YouTube, love you, but I got to kick you out. Uh, Head over to Twitch and check out the rest of the show. You can download the Twitch app real simply on the App Store or Google Play or whatever the hell it is for you uh, Android users. And then um, you can contribute on the chat and have a great time with that. That is twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live on your laptop or your desktop. You can download the audio podcast. This becomes the audio podcast after I finish up and post it there for you to listen to, uh, whatever you like, please subscribe on whatever platform that you listen on. As always, you can send me an email on the shoreliner striping inbox, Eric at Eric Want to hear from you. Anything at all, maybe some story leads, if there's something that you see or hear or uh, think I would have fun talking about, by all means, send it along. And then the Patreon, another way I've been able to um, kind of uh, keep doing what I've been doing has been the um, uh, content for the super fans with a number of different shows that we have there, including Who Are These Free Beers, Who Are These Zanes, the daily Patreon bonus podcast. Uh, the Lost Zane Recordings, which is old material from my WBBL days. And uh, I even go way back to when uh, I was on Free Beer and Hot Wings with a uh, number of full shows. Full shows. Uh, I like to title them Something to Listen to While I'm Away. I have a number of those in their entirety, like beginning to end. No cuts, nothing like that. You actually just get an entire show. I just recently started talking about those. So thank you so much. I'm going to kick you all out now, except for the folks on Twitch. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by 
Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream of today's show happens in part because of Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. We go way back. Nearly five years since starting the podcast. It was just a handful of months into um, this uh, current little thing that I do that uh, Megan said, look, I've been telling you it's time for us to get on your show. What are you waiting for? And boy, was she right. A lot has happened since then and a uh, tremendous expansion of the property so that they can serve even more customers. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, the ideal place to take your vehicle for the smallest of uh, bits of maintenance or something that's a little bit more elaborate. They can take care of you and keep your car on the road safely. 616-532-6600. ERVines.com online. That's E-R-Vines. That's the way they spell Irvines because people are like, is it I-R? Like, no, it's E-R. Okay. Uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. You can also call them at 616-532-6600. Another great, amazing local sponsor, A&E Heating and Cooling. If you are in West Michigan and you need something taken care of with your furnace, your AC, maybe a water heater, A&E Heating and Cooling does it for you. Their number, 616 616- 516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay and that app, and oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Adam says, can I text? Yeah. Sure you can text. I didn't know that we, you had my number. I, I, uh, I forgot. Um, Linda says you may have just given it away. Did I? 
What did I say that made me give it away? You got to text me, Linda. Now I'm curious what I did that maybe gave it away. I don't know if I'll actually, like if I did, I would, um, I would like, say, like if someone guessed, I don't know if I'd say, yeah, you're right. I see three dots. She's texting right now. She says, okay. She says, you may have given it away with the geographic reference. Well, that's ridiculous. I've been everywhere. You know how many places I've been? Isn't there a a song that that they sing, uh, I've been everywhere, man? And then Linda says, don't tell the audience if Adam gets it right. The reason why Linda is saying that is because I told Linda. um, We had a conversation and she pried it out of me. Linda and Maureen, they leaned on me with their charms. And um, they didn't promise sex or anything. Not that I would because, you know, I'm happily married. But you know me. When the girls get together... They, they, they chatter and, and spill tea. And as you all know, I am one of the ladies. Okay. Uh, my, the, the closest people in my life are all women. There's one guy that I'm super close to. And the rest are all ladies. I just, it's just what I prefer. I don't, I, I don't like hanging out with guys. I don't like talking to guys. Guys are so fucking dumb. Um, the only thing that guys are superior to is brevity. When I talk to a dude, uh, I'm not going to get, uh, a 15 hour phone call. Some women understand that little glitch in my matrix and then keep it brief. Also, if you talk to me and I suddenly go, Hey, I got to go. It's not because something's happened or I need to do something. It's, it's because, um, I, I can't stand it anymore. The ADHD, um, just consumes me. If you talk for just a little bit too long, doesn't matter who you are. And I suddenly go, I got to go. It's not you. It's me. I just can't handle lengthy conversations. All right. Um, and, uh, uh, fucking Bill did that the other day. Simonson, he was talking to me about something. I think it was politics. And I was like, Hey, I gotta, Oh God, my stomach. I got to go take a dump. You will notice in the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday that radio voice Linda, she writes, I was forced into going long last night. People had questions. Oh, it was horrible. Linda and Maureen, the gruesome twosome, they both started to just like chatterbox out. And I was like, oh, God, you just got to shut up. Stop it. Um, all right. I have a correct answer on the text. Uh, Adam has correctly guessed where this is, what is going on. And I just confirmed with Adam. He wrote, is it? And then I wrote correct. And then I wrote, shh. 
So that means three people are in on it. Adam figured it out. If you have a guess, all right, you can send me an email or a text if you know my number. And if you're correct, I'll tell you. All right. Linda says, I told you that you had given it away. Uh, Stevie says, oh, my God, Adam, you're a good detective. I guess I did give it away to some degree. Well, you're going to find out at some point, just as long as I don't just stop down and make a big announcement about it. So it's starting to tri- it's starting to percolate. All right. This is so cool. I'm so happy about this. All right. We're now moving on. Um, I got a, uh, my neighbor not long ago reached out to me and said, Hey, I need somebody. Would you let my dog out? And so last two weeks I've been letting this dog Gibson out. This dog is just adorable. He's so big and dopey and he, he bounds and hops and always wants to play still a puppy, but he's big. And, uh, so, uh, my neighbor, um, she's gone for a couple of weeks, but the, but the hubby is home. So when he's at work, I have to let my buddy Gibson out. Now about, this is a story about me forgetting names. This is the guy who, when he saw his other neighbor, Cindy and her dog, Tater Tot referred to Cindy as Cheryl and the dog as McNugget actually happened a few weeks ago um, neighbor number three is walking his dog and his dog likes to play with Gibson I happen to be at Gibson's house getting my um, tutorial about what to do to let him out like the little steps I have to take well neighbor number three lets his dog off the leash so his dog can play with Gibson and they're playing. So I meet this, this guy, number three, and, uh, I meet his dog and I commit it to memory, which means I did not, which means I'm going to embarrass myself. And that day to embarrass myself was yesterday. I'm in the, I'm at Gibson's house playing with Gibson and I see the guy walking towards me with his dog. So I'm like, Gibson, you get to play with a pal. And then I'm like, what the fuck is that dog's name? And what the fuck is that guy's name? In my head. Guy's getting closer. I wave at him. He's getting ready to let his dog off the leash and go play with with Gibson. And I go, Charlie, Charlie. That dog is Charlie. Now, if, if this wouldn't be a story, if he said, yeah, you're right. He goes, no, 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 this is Winston. So then I'm like, holy fuck. I just called the guy, his name, the guy's name must be Charlie. And I just called the dog Charlie. He goes, no, this is Winston. I go, oh, sorry. You're Charlie, right? He goes, no, I'm Ryan the fuck how 
what goes on up there that this continues to happen? My God, is that debilitating. So bad. Uh, Moment passes. All good. All right, now I've got it committed. It it has to be extreme embarrassment um, before I can actually commit it to memory. So now I will never, ever lose. Ryan is the guy with the dog. Winston is the dog. I don't know where. I still don't know who Charlie is. Those wrong name stories. These wrong name stories are great. Kuiper has witnessed it. We were at Berlin, and one of the staff at Berlin, I think his name is DJ, and I actually said, Kuiper was with me, and I said, what is your name again? Is it Mo? <laughs> Mo? No, it's it's DJ. Kuiper says, yes, it was DJ. You see, once the embarrassment happens, I can remember it. So I have to embarrass myself at one point in order to, you know, God damn it. All right. I had a conversation with Adam Balboa via text the other day from something that we discussed on this show. If you remember, um, I started uh, the week out with a story about what happened uh, in the uh, paintball uh, war, number 23, the battle for the Rio Grande. As you know, those start out um, with a uh, pizza party. And my story about how I went to BC to pick it up, and they 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 were looking at me like I spoke a different language, and um, they were just completely inundated with people and orders coming in. And I talked about how I just was polite and calm and tried not to give anybody any shit, and and I was really proud of that. Ryan writes, "I'm listening to Monday's show." He says, um, God, where is it? Oh, Jesus Christ. I think it's so funny that you think that staying calm and friendly with people serving you is some new mind blowing idea. And I said, I'm telling you, it works. People are so impatient these days. And I stand by that because I saw the faces of the people that were behind me in the line and they were looking like, fuck you. We're going to kill you. He says, I know. I just think it's funny that you think it's a new idea to be nice. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it is. It actually is. Um, I, it's like something I just picked up. That if you're dealing with anyone in the service industry or you're dealing with anyone who is doing something for you, that this could be a person or has like jurisdiction over you cop um toll booth operator 
you know, what a, a person at a restaurant, cashier, anybody in, um, when it comes to um, customer service on the phone. Chris says it's known as the, uh, he says the gentle brontosaurus, but it's the kindly brontosaurus. You guys covered this years ago on Free Bear and Hot Wings. That's exactly right. You just keep it above board. But the kindly brontosaurus is a little different. And they they describe it as such that a brontosaurus, you can't help but notice it. And so you're the brontosaurus and all you do is just sit and wait patiently. Eventually, someone is going to say, hey, can I help you? Because you're not being like a problem. You're just standing there. So I kind of expand on that. And I don't, I, I just kind of like um, try to keep it above board and as accommodating as I can in order to get what I want. Um, case in point, made a phone call the other day to the company that monitors my alarm, ADT. And uh, that thing's malfunctioning. So I had to get, I, I got to get a service call. So they go, okay, um, all right. What is your password? I said, I don't know. Okay, you got to gotta figure that out. I go, is there another way to do this? Is there a workaround? Yes. Give us two of your contact names and their phone numbers. So I give them three. They go, only one of those works. I go, all right, what else can I do? They go, nothing. Now, it's at this point that I want to rage out. All right. I pay these people every month, but security is very, very important to them. Uh, young EZ would not have realized this and would have just screamed at these people at the top of his lungs. Old EZ goes, okay, so what now? And they go, okay, we will send you the password in snail mail, but it's going to take two weeks to get there. And I said, great. Oh, that's awesome. Are you kidding me? That's fantastic. And they were so happy to not get screamed at. I said, I've waited a little while. And I'll just wait another couple of weeks. Send it along. And I just got it yesterday. So I'm like, this is how you do it. This is how you handle everything. Um, it's taken me this long to figure out that you get more people. What is that? You catch the flies when you put out the honey and not the vinegar. Catch more flies. Vinegar and honey, honey and vinegar. Tim writes, people are definitely impatient. I was picking up prescriptions for Zeke yesterday with about six cars in line with one ahead of us and people were laying on their horns behind us. Oh, I know it. But the truth of the matter is I, um, I fell victim to this. I was an asshole last summer, and I think I lost respect from my daughters, my son-in-law, and my wife. And I, I've told this story, but it was when I was in Jersey um, when we went on that trip. And uh, it's one road in, one road out where people park their RVs. And some guy was checking out, and so he parked the RV and he could have parked in a way to let other cars out, but he didn't, which is bullshit. But he parked the fucking thing, opened his door of his um, truck that he's towing his camper with and went to the desk to sign out that he's checked out. This takes 30 seconds. 
I'm pretty confident that he's coming back right right away, but he's they're blocking the thing. And I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta catch a ferry. What the fuck? So I lay down the horn. He comes, he f- comes into my sight and he's got his hands out like, what? What the fuck? And I, I rolled down my window. I go, yeah, everybody wants to wait on you. Thank you. And man, now I loved that. I thought that was cool. Because it was rude. You don't just fucking put your rig there. There's plenty of area for you to go off to the side and then people can get in and out. I don't care if it is 30 seconds. I'm not here to wait on you. You know? Um, But just because I said that, which antagonistic, kind of a dick, but who gives a fuck, you know? Man, everybody in that car was like, how dare you talk to him that way? They immediately turned on me. And so I'm like, come on. No, no, no. And besides, this is Jersey. Everybody here is an animal. Okay? So annoying. But they were pissed at me for like, they're like, you should have said sorry to him. I'm like, fuck that guy. They they turned on me so quickly. Oh. Florida man says you became the most popular guy at the campground. Nick says, I've raged out at people at the boat launch for taking up boat trailer spots with a regular car. Linda says, when in Jersey, dot, dot, dot. Tyler says, it's Jersey. Their official motto is, get the fuck out of here. I love that place. I can't wait to go back. My kind of people, frankly. All right. Um, uh, yesterday for the huge show, um, first of all, doing the huge show really took a lot of wind out of my sails because, um, you know, I'm going there. There's two, there was two key stressors this week. One, getting up early every day by 10 minutes, which I know sounds ridiculous, but I'm not I'm not a kid anymore. So that did. It was different. You know, it's a it's a change in what I've been used to for the last five years. Um, and then having to do that show in the afternoon kind of wore me out. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little, I was a little burnt yesterday doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I like, we got, who are these free beers done? No problem. But then I was like, God, I'm tired. I'm really tired. And I felt it. Um, but so I'm glad that today is the last day for that. Um, so I can kind of get back to normal, but, um, something that happened was I pull my truck into this parking ramp and you get like a free hour. So I'm so cheap that I set my alarm for 50 minutes. And then I go down there, pull out of the lot, pull back into the lot, get a fresh ticket and go park again. And then every hour I do that. However, um, I didn't realize that that only works for so long. Once you get to a certain till 5 p.m., um, then everything changes. And I had no idea. So at 4.59, I pull out of the parking lot. And by the time I get turned around and I'm going back into the parking lot, it's 5.01. And there's a, usually it's automated. You just push a button and ticket comes out. You grab it, arm goes up, you drive in. 
Now there's a guy there. Now, had I parked from the time I got there to do the show to the time I would have left, if I just left my car there, it would have been $12, but I've gotten it free. I pull in and uh, I go to hit the ticket. He goes, nope, I got to give you the ticket. I go, oh, okay. Uh, I guess uh, 5 p.m. You have a person working. How kind. No. He goes, $12 to get in. I go, I only wanted the hour. He goes, yeah, that ends at five. It's 501. So I'm like, well, and he knows what I've been doing. He goes, you want to get out of here, don't you? I go, yeah, I'm not paying you $12. So just my fucking luck. I, I put in all that effort every hour to move the fucking rig. And then all I got is to keep it there for another 40 minutes. And I got to pay $12. He goes, I'll give you a ticket to get in. You got to turn around and leave. Go test your... And he's, he's got a Scottish accent of all things. It was really charming, actually. I go, yeah, I'm going to leave. Get my ticket. Leave the lot. Then I'm driving around downtown. And that is the hardest thing to do is find a meter on the street, which would have cost me nothing after 5 p.m. They're all... I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm going to end up parking it illegally, which I did. And then some dickhead is going to come up and give me a $20 ticket. So now I'm going from paying $0 for parking. Now, if I had just left it in for that last hour and left at six, it would have cost me two bucks. I went from $0 to $2 to $12 to $20 for the ticket that I'm going to get. What the fuck? It's now 10 after 5. I'm driving around Grand Rapids. Bill's going to be wondering, where are you? And he was. So then I park it uh, in front of a fire hydrant. I go, I'm going to get, this is fucking terrible. It's the only place I can park, but it's right by the radio station. Put it in park. Run into the radio station. Go up the steps. He's just gotten out of a segment. I go, hey. Something just happened at home. I got to get home. He goes, what? Now, I was going to make up a story that, like, you know, Darla ate a belt and it was coming out of her ass and I had to remove it. But I'm like, well, uh, I got a podcast coming up. I just told him the truth. I got to get home because I got a podcast coming up, which is true. Really, is because I was parked illegally. I didn't want the ticket. This is all the effort that I went through to get out of paying for parking, which I will never do again. I am never going to do this again. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. Thank God I left, though, because on the way home, there was a traffic jam like you wouldn't believe. I made it just in time for the start of who are these free beers. It barely worked out. Tyler or Tim writes, pull out, pull back in only to find out the ramp is full. As he drove, as you drove away, did he call you a cheap MFR? How much gas did you use? A lot. My God. Part of the day yesterday, I met, I uh, ran into somebody who's a neatest story and I'm going to introduce you to him over time. Um, His name is 
Mike Kimber. You don't know him. You never heard of him. But this is a fantastic story. Mike hosts the second most popular podcast about the Detroit Lions. Um, so I don't know him. Bill says, hey, uh, Mike Kimber's coming in. Go down. And this is before I started my war with the traffic attendant. Mike, uh, Mike Kimber's coming in. Will you go get him? I go, who the fuck is this? Man? Well, I find out this because I bring him up and um, I get his background. And this is a coolest shit story. Get this. I'm always impressed with this because um, at the end of the day, I'm lucky. I had a built-in audience when I started podcasting. Mike Kimber did not. He had zero audience. One day, a few years ago, he turns on his camera and starts bitching about the Lions like we all love to do. And, um, you know, his mom watches, his dad, maybe, uh, maybe a cousin, three people, and then he continues to do it. This is the one thing that any successful podcaster uh, or something that they all have in common, they don't stop. They remain consistent. They either do more, but never less. Kimber continues to do his Lions podcast. And then out of the blue, uh, he gets a strange person contacting him. And He's like, oh, yeah, this is fake. I'm not interested in any of this. Um, he gets a what he thinks is a fake email from a guy by the name of Herman Moore. Herman Moore was a terrific Lions receiver. He was an all-star many, many times. He holds a lot of the team records. And um, Kimber hears from this guy and thinks, oh, this is fake. Fake Herman Moore is starting a podcast network or something. He thinks he's just, it's just someone fucking him or not fucking him, fucking with him, (laughs) fucking him. Um, But Kimber says, okay, uh, I don't believe you're Herman Moore, but let's have a phone call and then let's discuss it or like FaceTime or something like that. First, it starts uh, with, with with a phone call and Kimber picks up the phone. He's like, well, you sure as shit sound like Herman Moore. FaceTime me. Herman Moore hits the FaceTime button. And Kimber's looking at Herman Moore. And he's like, all right, now I'm listening. What's going on? Herman Moore says, well, I'm starting a podcast network. And I stumbled upon you. And I want to build it around you. And he's like, what the fuck? Now, this guy works for a local hospital system. And when we're going up on the elevator, he's giving me the lowdown. He's like, oh, my God, I used to listen to you and Freebird Hot Wings. And it's that whole when I was a kid thing, which always makes me feel old. And um, I'm like, wow, that's that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, now I'm uh, trying to find a parking spot and am uh, producing a uh, show with Huge. So, oh, my, the mighty, how, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, my God. So uh, we, we become fast friends. And then I'm talking to him in the green room. I go, so you've been on Bill's show, and, and, uh, and this is what the guy does for a living now. 
he ended up quitting his job and makes six figures doing a podcast about the Lions. And uh, he does it by, like, you know, the ads on YouTube. And uh, then he signs, like, deals with, um, you know, gambling sites and shit like that and, you know, the usual ads that you hear. And I'm like, dude, I love stories. Like, this is like Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? Someone with uh, unique content built it from scratch. And here they are, uh, like, hitting the big time. That's that's great. Uh, the internet and ways of uh, creating content, the ease at which you can make it uh, possible for people to enjoy it, um, has created an entire uh, um, uh, a pool of contenters that may not have had a chance to do it. My God. It was so fantastic to hear this story. So he then, uh, I'm talking to him about it, and I go, so I'm really interested in how you got to this point. How long have you been going on? And this is my next set of questions for me because I'm going to be doing Bill's show in three weeks alone. And this guy's going to be on the show with me. I go, in all the times that you've been on Bill's show, has he ever interviewed you about what we're talking about right now? He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, because you getting to this point is more interesting than talking about the lines, in my opinion. It, I mean, the lines are great, but I want to hear the story. The audience would love to hear the story about how you got to this point because they're familiar with you now on Bill's show. Has Bill ever interviewed you about how you came to be? And he goes, no. I go, well, God damn it. That's the, that's the fucking peanut butter and jelly right there. I go, when we talk, we're going to make, we're going to make that a focal point of the discussion. All right in addition to your expertise about the lines. So impressed with that guy. Ryan writes, I'm still fully invested in the parking story. Damn, Big Fraud's theater of the mind is next to none. Brilliant, he says. Could be a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. You know, that does sound like a plot point for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Ryan says, I'd love to start a podcast, but I'd have zero listeners. So what the hell is the point? Uh, the only thing separating you from Mike Kimber is that actually doing it. He did not go into that like he's going to make a living. He went into that because he thought it'd be fun to bitch about the lions to make him feel better. And now look at him. He's 32 year old guy. He makes $120,000 a year. He does it from his pajamas like this, I'm telling you, it's a great outlet for people who might not have an outlet otherwise, you know. Um, one of the drawbacks to getting up early is it's thrown off my whole schedule when it comes to my urological processes. So this is going to be the second pee break. But if I don't go in now and, and pee, uh, I'm going to be very uncomfortable. So you got to put up with me. So I apologize. Uh, don't go anywhere, please. I'll be right back. Ryan, everybody would love your podcast. Come on now. <clears throat> Just start basic. Just, you know, a few minutes and then work your way up to it. 
Ryan says, I bet I could really draw ratings if I got the hurricane to co-host. Oh, God. Uh, Maureen says, you've already matched the Boomer Bunker numbers. Ryan says, hi, I haven't heard anything about our old pal Jamingo in a, in a while, just Mongo. Eric had their live stream on for a minute last night during Ben and Eric. It's just him and Kate now. Ryan says, oh, really? The weirdo dude is gone. Wasn't he the brains behind that operation technically? Uh, not sure. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that guy. He was about to implode. His old lady left him, and then I think he got fucked up. You know? That's what happens when your wife leaves you. You can't. I mean, honest to God. it. Uh, uh, you want to see a, a dude who's crippled? Any guy whose wife leaves him, you know, it's just gonna, that's why you got to mind your P's and Q's. You can't, uh, you got to keep your queen of the forest happy. Mike says, I'm starting a podcast class with my students. going to be interesting. Not sure if I'll be allowed to share it out. You're starting a podcasting class? Yeah, keep me updated on that. I'd love to I'd love to hear about it. What do you know about podcasting? I didn't realize you were a te- you're a podcasting teacher? There there is such a thing? Linda says have Eric on as a guest speaker. I would only do it if I I could go under a fake name and they wouldn't and we wouldn't reveal where they could listen. I don't want like young people listening to this shit. This is an adult show, you know? And besides if, if, um, if they found out, you know, my show and then there, those kids, moms and dads found out that Mike was involved with me, he'd probably get fired. Uh, Tim writes, if I started a podcast, I would sound like Ben with lots of, um, yes, and awkward silence. Uh, Ryan says I did a podcast a month ago, months ago, moons ago with that former Freeburn Howings intern that hated Zane for some reason. Um, Kayla, was that her name? She was cute. We tried to get to the bottom of it. I think get to the bottom of why she hated me. Mike says, I was on the radio for years. My degree is in media. My degree is in media arts. Starting a whole digital arts thing. Most of the kids are most interested in podcasting. Uh, Ryan says, yeah, she somehow knew Rick from TC Paintball or something. Yeah, I vaguely remember that conversation. I think Rick knew either her sister or her mom. Probably your sister. Because I don't think Rick's as old as me. And Kayla's probably about 35 right now. Um, there you go. Yeah. Rick says, my wife is friends with Kayla's sister. Rick says, you're way older than me. Three years, I think. Oh, my God. It's true. That's not way older, though. Okay, I'll be 54 in July. Time is just ticking so fast. Uh, Rick says to me at paintball the other day, he goes, I got my sled. You got to work on my sled so we can get your knees working. I'm like, oh, my God, that's a great idea. And then we never did do it. 
can't drop the E says she probably didn't appreciate devil fart Mike either. Check, check, check. Devil, devil, fart, fart, fart. Mike. Devil, devil, fart, fart. In the morning, morning. Devil fart, Mike. In the morning. I was hoping to see Eric doing knees over toes during his paintball matches. All I did was walk. You know who's really uh, impressive at paintball is Kuipers. He's sliding. He's throwing himself on the ground. Kent says that's a great name for the show. You got to deal with the devil. Check, check, check. Devil, devil. Fart my, fart my. Morning show, morning show. In the morning, in the morning. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, in the morning. In the morning with PC. Yeah. In the morning, yeah. Devil, devil, devil. <laughs> All right. You can tell it's Friday. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, sign up for a cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Uh, get into that mortgage with interest rates going down after this ugly period of period of time. Uh, you can get started by reaching out to Mario today from anywhere in the U.S., 231 332 6505 NMLS number 3035 King's Room Barbershop the official barbershop of the Eric Zane Show podcast all dudes get their hair cut at the King's Room Barbershop three locations Northland Drive Caledonia 36th Street go to kingsroom.net for exact locations haircuts going to set you back 19 if you get your haircut anywhere else, including in this area, Zach's, Lady Jane, Sport Clips, Jude's, um, will you please just take a break from them and check out King's Room and mention me? I'm trying to convince you to leave the old setup just one time. That's all it's going to take. Support my sponsors, please. King's Room Barbershop. <clears throat> Basketball with the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, get a ticket for the upcoming Sunday game. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. At uh, Van Andel Arena. I'll see you there for a 3 p.m. start. Marvel Superhero Day. With the Grand Rapids Gold. Did I say three? I think it's three. Yes, it is three. Uh, GrandRapidsGold.com Check out some of the world's greatest athletes. Uh, the Grand Rapids Gold G League basketball is intensely awesome. And the Gold are the G League affiliate to the world champion Denver Nuggets. The future of the NBA comes through Grand Rapids, Michigan. Impact Power Sports reminds you to reach out to them. Check them out online at impactpowersportsmi.com. They are in Rockford, Michigan, right along 14 Mile Road. Head over there. For a huge selection of ATVs, UTVs, 4x4s, 
um, or four-wheelers, three-wheelers, motorcycles, e-bikes, e-scooters. Holy cow. Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer, and they can trick those out to whatever standards you have in front of them, whatever you want done, and a full-service department as well at Impact Power Sports online at impactpowersportsmi.com. Thank you to Rick from TC Paintball. Book an event there at tcpaintballgr.com. They're awesome. A uh, great group over there getting ready to um, – Rick and I got to figure out paintball war number 24. Wow, what a time that we had at the last one, except for Trevor's fart. That was so bad. I can still taste it. Thank you. Um, I think Terry and Beth uh, need to, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, change the dietary uh, parameters for that young fellow. That was bad. TCPaintballGR.com. I want to thank Green Medicine Shop. Green Medicine Shop, thegreenmedicineshop.com for your cannabis. I want to thank Tag Accounting, tagcpa.net, Blue Frost IT, my vouch store, and of course, my policy shop insurance online at mypolicyshop.com. Uh, I was going to have Rick on today, but he's um, he's kind of incapacitated. He's got uh, some obligations uh, to take care of today. Otherwise, we would have had um, him joining us on the show. Yesterday, we gave the asshole of the day to Russian phone hackers. But I'm learning now, well, AT&T is saying, no, it wasn't Russians. It was nobody. It was just a technical error. Like somebody hit, hit a wrong button. But that doesn't make any sense. Because didn't they say Verizon and um, T-Mobile and AT&T were all out? So I don't know what's going on there. But they're saying it had nothing to do with any hackers uh, or anything like that. Uh, I need nominations for asshole of the day today. Uh, Nick says, I find deviled eggs and Brussels sprouts the best recipe for a real hot gasser. Good God. Uh, Linda says all guys and Kronzes who want great hair go to King's room barbershop. Yeah. If you go to get the Kronz cut, the Kronz King cut, as Chris says, you know, if you really want to look like an idiot dude and you're a chick, get the Kronz. All right. Kenny writes, she hated Eric Zane. She hated Eric Zane. Maybe she never got to meet Mr. Zitunian. Kenny also adds that yesterday he could not make a Wi-Fi call. And he wanted to make sure that you knew that. The asshole of the day is uh, former intern... I wrote inter former intern Kayla just because of what we talked about on the show today. For some reason that fucking bitch hates me. I don't know why. What the fuck did I do? So Rick, if you could somehow weasel your way in to finding out more information at some point, uh, I would appreciate that. Remember, um, 
The one-hour free parking at Lots Downtown only works till 5 p.m. I'll talk to you on the Patreon, everyone. Have a good one. Till then, bye-bye.